I mean, you you look you look at his profile picture on Twitter.com. He's looking at you. The the gamer word is on the cusp of his lips. Archers attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hey guys, it's me, Slide Whistle. Oh, hello there! It is our immunization. I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, Horrid Punching Bag, and Robert Downey Jr.'s little friend is dead. Oh, I thought you were going to say in Robert Downey Jr.'s number one fan on Facebook or something like that. No. Who's that? So, this is not funny at all. This is actually just news I oh, saw on no. Twitter before beginning. <laughs> His assistant of like 20 years just died, but he has like an IMDb where he's posing doing like cool little poses on all of the film sets. And I looked, I'm like, is this guy an actor? Because Robert Downey Jr. is like, my friend passed away. And I looked, he's just Robert Downey Jr.'s little man. He's just his little pal. He's dead now, so we got to pay yeah. respects. R.I.P. <laughs> RDJ's Don't, don't worry about finding out who he is, because he's dead. Well, now that we're in an interesting mood to set off this episode, I, I say let's just dive into a few emails that we got. Yeah, let's talk did about we, emails. Did we get one from RDJ's friend? No, because he's dead. Can't send emails. But yeah, let's talk about emails. And also the fact that the Dark Portal Hearthstone is going to stay in the hands of the elite and not the dirty, filthy peons. Yeah. Uh, so they basically confirmed that it is only going to be a toy that is added in TBC Classic once you buy like a cosmetic deluxe edition bundle deal. Thank you, everybody, for sending your emails to Ian. We did it. We came through. We preserved my Hearthstone for generations to come. It'll be a family heirloom. I pass on to my cats. Thank you. To think, Slide Whistle keeps his Hearthstone. He keeps his Day of the Murloc Murloc. Things are really turning up Slide. It's the year of the Slide, baby. Okay, now you can read emails. I just wanted to get that out there so everyone knew it's safe. Yeah, now now that everyone is very confident that not only is your gold wealth safe, your possessions are also safe from the peons. <laughs> but anyways, well, our first email is just a quick little email from Drag Race. It's a... I don't, how do you describe this picture, guys? It's like a, a B, BDSM daddy in like high heels and a, and like a club dress. Black, little black dress. It's almost like a corset, like a corset dress. Like it's, it covers very little of this man's flesh. Yeah, but Drag Race captioned it, uh, if Daddy D was a real person, and then it says, Daddy sitting in Ramornia waiting to be let out. I think if you just imagine Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911 dressing as a slutty, like, BDSM leather cop, there you go. That's the image in your head. Honestly, that was very descriptive. Good job. I I am not looking at the image, but based on that description, I can give it one hearty ha! Our second email is a little bit meatier, and it's from our boy, Wooly. And he says, hold up, hold up, hold up. Dearest friends of the Do Not Relent podcast. Clears throat. Oh, hell no. Nah. I want to respond to this slander coming at my boy, Illidan. Sure. 
Illidaddy was all thirsty and shit for Tyrande for some reason. I don't get it. She's freaking nuts. But still, that's not in dispute. Hang on. Just because he wasn't demon clapping those particular dump truck cheeks doesn't mean he wasn't getting any. Come on. The bad boy, the guy directly responsible for the insanely horny mob of demon hunters, I call bullshit. Exhibit A, you do not get that ripped and do nothing about it. Exhibit B, Black Temple literally has a harem in it and it is chock full of concubines, male and female. If you pick up what I'm putting down. More, More on that in a minute. You tell me with all of that sweet tail just sitting there waiting for him, he didn't swing his thing? Nah. Exhibit three. <laughs> Are you going to fill a raid up with succubuses? Succubi? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know either, Wooly. And Shavara and not get all grindy and windy? I sure wouldn't. Exhibit D. Listen, Illidan has some subtext to him. Male and female concubines? Created an entire class of Nelfenbelf leather daddies? Look, it might not be canonically confirmed, but Illidan definitely is bi, if not pan. That's representation right there. The subtext supports it, and you can't spell subtext without butt sex. (laughs) That is fair. I looked up all the letters. It's true. And um, he concludes by saying, Craigwa, I'm happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Illidan Stormrage got the most ass of all time. Of all time. And then he says, fantastic podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. I'm going to take a cold shower now. Signed off, Wooly. The answer, I believe, is succubi is the plural of succubus. Yes, succubi is the plural. And I just want to say, Illidan may be looking good. He may have a lot of bravado, but that guy has no game. When it comes to love life, skip the skull of Gul'dan. The only one he's making love to is the hand of Illidan. Got him. <laughs> I just love the the pants always got to come up, man. The pants, the pants. It's like grandma's patchwork blanket just glued to his legs. <laughs> they aren't even form-fitting. They don't look particularly good. Sorry. Look, he was in the magical jail for so long that his normal cool pants rotted away. The ones that were made out of leaves or whatever. So he had to take Maiev's old grandma's afghan and make some pants out of them. I, I do like the succubus and, like, demon brothel, though. That is a pretty good point. What's he doing? They're just walking around and being like, look at all these tits. Tits and ass. They disgust him. He said, I would never. Now okay. a nice lily white dress basking in the moonlight. Mm. I'm at I mean, we saw her walk away in that cinematic. Charge. What, if, what if they misunderstood him and he was like, he actually just wanted, like, an incubus, like, fan room with, like, posters of the band and trophies <laughs> of the band and statues. But because he can't he said, see... I absolutely love Drive. That shit was the jam of 95. <laughs> He's like, like, I just wanted a few vinyls of my favorite band. And, like, he can't see, so he's walking around like, this is good. But, like, it's just, like, ladies, and he doesn't know what's going on. He, he doesn't know that it's all wrong. That's got to be what happened, guys. That's that's canon now. Not a single one of you would feature in the intro to 2007's Surf's Up. <laughs> oh, my God. But also, just in general, shout out to Wooly. He started up a WoW podcast of his own called Thrall's Balls, which, great name, by the way. I liked it. it was, it's good. I was listening to the first two episodes. It's good shit. He's looking for a co-host still. I, mean, I guess I'm like one behind now, so I don't know. Maybe he found one by the last one or the four. 
He is giving me those unintentional ASMR vibes by just... So he has a drink of the week every week based on World of Warcraft specs and specifically spells within them. And whenever he's pouring or adding the elements, I'm always like, ooh, girl, I hear those tingles. So basically, I'm just hearing that there's another dirty-minded ASMR WoW podcast out there. So, you know, good job, Wooly. They do pride themselves on having a dirty behind, or I'm sorry, a dirty mind, but a clean behind. So are we a messy behind podcast? Are we a stinky butt podcast? Oh, no. we. This is a bidet household. These two butts are sparkling and pristine. We cannot, is... we cannot attest to Aaron's butt, though, so... Uh, I put in the work. We'll just leave it at that. I don't have the bidet, but I put in the work. I, th- I don't know. I think he was just trying to get us to say we had stinky butts because he has a stinky butt. He exactly. did say that he didn't shower in a while in this most recent episode, so I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I was just like, yeah, we're all shitty no wipers. Am I right, guys? <laughs> I mean, yeah. technically, we could be no wipers since, you know, bidet, but... Yeah, we're dabbers now. We dab our holes with cloth. We have our special satin cloth that we use for the behind <laughs> times. Thanks for the emails. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks for reaching out. I'm glad we could read them and then talk about proper wiping techniques. So let's let's fucking double our asses back to how the Hearthstone of all Hearthstones is safe in the hands of the wealthy. So I have I have a hard-hitting question for you. I know that you said that if this rare hearthstone was going to be given to the plebs, you would have to find uh, another somewhat rare hearthstone. You said that you were possibly thinking about the ethereal hearthstone. Does this one mean anything to you anymore, or is that like a piece of shit again? The ethereal hearthstone is a piece of shit and looks like ass. And if you have it and you don't have... The Dark Portal Hearthstone, just know that you are 100% inferior to the Dark Portal Hearthstone users. Ethereal Hearthstone users are nothing. That thing is gross. When I, I, I had to watch a video to see what it looked like, I would not even recognize this being a Hearthstone. I'd be like, oh, what's that ugly archway going on there? Is it like a wedding or something? All I'm saying is that I feel like I'm in a small group of people who have the sheer amount of bravery to use the... Brewfest Hearthstone year round. You know, I'm just dancing in a pit of mud and, you know, for no real, real good reason. I just don't understand people who use Hearthstones. Like, can't you guys just teleport? Don't you guys have phones? How do you get to your sanctum? I walk because I have mm. integrity. Mm. I warp to Oribos and then I put on my walking shoes. I don't even. You hoof it. I don't even. You hoof it. <laughs> I don't even take the flight master. I say, put out the big star walkway, and I walk <laughs> for two hours. Oh my god! I also love the idea that you walk and you don't like run wild. You just like walk on no, two feet. No, I don't mount. And you know what? And I don't run either. I hit backslash, I start RP walking, and then I leave for work. And by the time I come back home, I make it to uh, the night market, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so Blizzard announced the deluxe edition for Burning Classic Crusade. And you know, I, debate, I debated talking about this because like every other podcast in the world, this is going to be the top of their list. But, but the thing is, we don't care about this. We won't be playing say, this. <laughs> none of them have the scorn to take... 
the announcement and just squish it into like a six minute segment. Now, a lot of them are going to say, you know what? They should have made the toys Shadowlands usable and it'd be worth it. And to that, I say, fuck you. You get your own goddamn fucking Hearthstone and it can be the ethereal one, you ugly piece of shit. You guys make your own podcast, have 123 episodes, recruit Ian Hazako as a listener, send him countless emails and convince him otherwise. I can you order. are nothing if you don't have the support of gay porn star William Seed and <laughs> underground rapper Viper the Rapper. Um. Also, don't forget in our corner we have Hey, it's me, Gary Busey. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Kalis, the number two feral druid on Frontmore. Uh, you know, I don't want to look anymore because I hate to see my heroes fall. So I don't want to see her get lower than two. <laughs> anyway. Don't listen to other podcasts about the toys. They're lying. But so if okay, so this thing costs seventy dollars and it's expensive, and people are gonna be like, "This shit's so expensive." It's really fucking not. It's not. So wait, so wait. What is fully included? It's the the Dark Portal Hearthstone, the good lizard mount, the bad lizard mount, and I saw what was it like flaming heels. Yeah, so a lot of people were, like, first off, I don't really understand, like, why people are mad about this price point to begin with, but I think a lot of people are confused and thinking that they need to purchase one of these bundles to play TBC Classic, but that's not the case. Like, if you have a sub to WoW Yum, then, like, you're good to go. But, in general, the math checks out. Slide and I were doing this earlier. Like, the amount of things that are included for these price points just makes sense. I mean, even the two mounts together, because what, a store mount is like $20, $25? That's 40 to 50 bucks right there of your $70. So, okay, so you get 30 days of wild game time, which we know equals $15, obviously. And you get the Dark Portal Pass, which boosts one character to level 58. You cannot use this with standalone Dark Portal Passes. Or whatever. So the Dark Portal Pass costs $40. Now, that price point, that's where the price point may be set too high, is the Dark Portal Pass. But if you're going to buy a boost in a classic game, I feel like it should be expensive because people play those games, right? Like, I feel like a boost in classic is worth more than $40. Like, the sheer amount of time... It took me to get to 15, and that's 15. That was weeks. Yeah, exactly. Like, a boost in Classic is probably, what, like, five or six boosts of retail? I mean, yum. And, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the math checks out even if you don't include this boost, which is, like, it should, the boost should be expensive, I think. But, like, if, like, yeah, like, a toy, two mounts, and then the $15 of game time, I feel like that is... Two toys. Two toys, yeah. So, like, yeah, two toys, two mounts. That alone is probably, like, as Aaron said, 50-ish dollars, probably. Then, and yeah, then the game time. So, I feel like it's it's already almost to the $70 there, and then you get a boost. Well, it, it, it varies, too, because, like, so you can only use the two toys and the ugly mount in Burning Crusade Classic. And you can only use the prettier mount in Shadowlands. So, like, for us, this mount is not fucking worth it for us. Because $70 for a Shadowlands mount, that's basically what it is. We're not going to play Classic. We're not going to do it. So, vice versa, I think you can maybe subtract the Shadowlands mount from some people's 
price point here, right? But if you add the Dark Portal Pass to the game time, that's $55. That means that the remaining pieces cost $15. $15 for two toys and a mount in TBC and for Mountain Shadowlands. That's not unreasonable at all. And considering it's the best Hearthstone in the fucking game. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Have you seen Children's Day? Two little orphans <laughs> do carry you away. <laughs> also, you know what? I forgot to mention this. The Dark Portal Pass includes more than just a level boost. It gives you like a full set of greens. I don't know. Is that, is that good? I feel like a quality of Green things level doesn't armor? mean shit. <laughs> I say I don't. Yeah, I mean, know. I feel like in classic, that's probably a big deal. I that's don't know. <laughs> true. I'm pretty sure Margaret at the end. Which, by the way, that was the guy's name. I had to look it up. Margaret at the end of his days had like all grays. So I'm, I'm sure pretty sure he... I got to like level ten and still had empty slots where I didn't even have gear. So <laughs> Margaret know. heard about a trinket one time and he was like, "That's a myth. There's no such thing here." But like, you get that, you get uh, a writer's license, you get a mount. By the, they give you a mount. They give you gold. This is a tiny bit of gold. They give you four slot, four fourteen slot bags. They kind of hook you up with this boost. So I think it's even more worth it than people are saying. I, but like, it all boils down to you absolutely do not need this deluxe edition. If you don't, you just you, you just don't need it. Period. If you want to be a whale and spend the money on it, then spend the money on it. If you don't, then don't. But why are you complaining about it? If none of it is needed, not a single bit is necessary. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. That's, like, why I'm so confused about why people are mad. Because these people are probably mad about cosmetics and things in general. Maybe they're mad that they're introducing a boost in general. Were there boosts back in, like, the actual Burning Crusade? No. So that's probably why they're mad. People are mad at boosts being in, but they're not even that mad because it doesn't even affect them. It just gets you too classic. They, that, that gets you at vanilla level. That's not even leveling through Burning Crusade. You have to still play the game that way, and that's grindy. Um, so I don't know. I just find this really bizarre because the Dark Portal Hearthstone is definitely by itself worth more than fifteen dollars, and you're getting it. So whatever. Yeah, slide. How much would you say that that that, that Dark Portal Hearthstone is worth? Well, I'm pretty sure it's officially worth. $250 because that's what it sells Wait, for on eBay. Even, even more because you have to factor in the fact that Cadgar the cat was freezing his tiny self off when you unwrapped it. So you right? have to do hazard pay on him. Sorry to completely deal, derail this, but did you guys see that in 9.1 apparently there's supposed to be like a mysterious raven that is visiting Oribos. So speaking of Dadgar, he might be back. I said two hundred and fifty dollars. That's a lie. It's seven hundred and eighty dollars minimum, and there's none in stock. I could have. Wait, I could have had a grand. You're telling me I could have had a grand, and instead I got the best Hearthstone in the fucking game. I mean, it's also probably only gone up since you got it. What three years ago? So yeah, you're right. Okay, but anyway, back to back to fucking Cadgar, Dadgar, Daddygar. Some people are saying that they're hoping it's Medivh, but I feel like it's probably Cadgar, right? Is it, is uh, it I Medivh? hope it's Medivh, because Medivh is more interesting. 
A Cadgar is a nice enough boy. He is the most milk toast motherfucker. We need to keep him in Azeroth for right now until we go to the Lightlands. Then maybe he can hang out. Don't you dare talk about our child cat. I'm not way. talking about the cat Cadgar. He's the more interesting cat. I see, <laughs> or more interesting Cadgar rather. I see him eat some food and I'm like, wow, that's more than human Cadgar has contributed in 10 years. Is Medivh more interesting? I'd argue Medivh is way more boring than Cadgar. Medivh's thing is, I am the guardian. I'm possessed by a demon. I'm dead. I'm a ghost. What? <laughs> Something about the cadence of you saying that reminded me of, like, kittens inspired by kittens. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, I am the guardian. No, she's not. <laughs> well, well, then what has... Cadgar, his thing has been like, I am a powerful magic man. I'll go places and be true neutral. No, no, no. Cad Cadgar, Cadgar. He's never no, been hang on. upset. That's true. Cadgar went through the dark portal, and and he went through the dark portal, and he aged a billion years. He did a reverse Benjamin Button, and now he's but he's a student of Medivh, and. He's doing Medivh things, which Medivh things are half of Medivh's personality to begin with. Because what they've even he... they've even changed the lore of Medivh's kid, so you can even cut a chunk out of his life that made him more Medivh interesting. Medivh had different elements to his life. I'm saying Cadgar has been the same like tonal level his entire life. No, he hasn't. He, he he hasn't cared about anything. That's not He's true. Like, he went to the portal to save us. I, also, he, like, I'm pretty, like, he soloed Deathwing, right? Like, besides the player character going back in time, who else has done that? When did he solo Deathwing? Deathwing, Deathwing. Deathwing. Did he solo Deathwing? Did you get confused with somebody else? I don't know. The only time we ever fought Deathwing, like, all of the aspects in Thrall and Us contributed. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Alexstrasza? Cadgar was the one who who stopped the whole attack with Deathwing and the ogres and Gron and yeah and uh, beyond the dark portal. Oh, what the book? Yeah, I will admit if it, if it's in the book, then you have bested me. I haven't read that one. I, I'm convinced Aaron is just just defending Medivh because you cosplayed as Medivh, and so now you have a connection with him. And you didn't cosplay as Cadgar. I I I think Medivh in his ethereal. After death form is more interesting than whatever Cadgar's doing. The, but the ethereal afterlife form is just a cheap way of bringing back a character that we everyone knew was dead for years. I will say though, Aaron's right that we don't know what Cadgar's doing, but maybe in nine point one we'll learn more because he'll come to Orbos to tell us what he's been doing. All I know is one's probably still alive. It's been even officially alive because that was weird. That Force Ghost shit was like odd, right? It was pretty odd, and I'm not convinced that he is if, alive. So if anything, I, <laughs> I think he's dead, but like he exists, he's so fucking magical. He exists in like the ley lines as a ghost. Wait, oh we, my god, we don't know what he's really doing. Do you think that they made him a ley line ghost because they killed Madan and they are gonna have him fill a role that they had planned for Madan? No, because no, Medivh, Medivh was a ley line ghost as of. Warcraft 3. So that was well before Madan. They just introduced Madan and then they were like, we don't like Madan. <laughs> he was just summarily executed. I'm looking at Medivh's thing on Wildpedia because I, I remember the last time we saw him, we were like, wait, what? But then I don't remember exactly what happened. 
Because he died in Warcraft 1 and then was just dead. And then Warcraft 3, he came back to tell everyone to go to Kalimdor. And then that's the last we've really seen of him, other than him goofing around Karazhan. Yeah, so I guess in BFA, says Raytheon journeyed to Karazhan to find a way to counter the old gods. While there, he encountered the Shade of Medivh, the Shade of it all, who encouraged him that while Raytheon could not change the past, he could forge a new legacy to leave for the future. Okay. So, so again... So is the shade of Medivh dead Medivh, or is there just like magic partly left behind in his castle Medivh? Did he just like magically leave behind one of the, these like messages that like isn't alive? It's just like, oh, you've reached the shade of Medivh. All I know is if you look at Medivh and Khadgar's Wowopedia page, Medivh has 19 links and Khadgar has 20 links. Therefore, I believe Khadgar has this more This motherfucker's story. been dead since Warcraft 3, and he's only got one less link. All I know is he has one less link. Boo. <laughs> okay, well, one of his links is literally a chess event. Can we count that? Come on. Hey, the chess event was really... You talk to Papa Cheese, he's like, I spent 28 years <laughs> of my life at the chess event. I feel like I spent 20 years of my life trying to figure out how to solo that shit. <laughs> I think I drunkenly fell asleep at our, like, living room table during the chess event, honestly. Why it gotta be like that? Speaking about why it gotta be like that, I don't think we've 100% touched on all of the changes that are happening to Torghast in 9.1. We mentioned that there's going to be a rating system, but they're also adding a talent tree into... Torghast, which is kind of similar looking and maybe feeling towards what was in the visions of, like, Stormwind and Ogremar, the way that you could, like, upgrade there. That's kind of the vibe I was getting from looking at it. The vision? Oh, the visions of Nazoth. That's right. That so it'll be in, like, the Torghast lobby, the big circular room before you enter a wing. It looked to me like you could, like... I, I don't know, like, how they're going to go about doing this, but it looked like you can, like, upgrade your, like, Torghast tree or whatever for, like, the next time you replay it type deal. And I don't know if that, yeah, I, I guess it'd probably be in the main circular area before you go into a run. Yeah, it's probably changeable. At, like, what if they just have Mother just there standing there with her little machine and you gotta go put in your talents and stuff? Yeah, and then, like, Rathion is there as well, trying to sell sell you one of his leftover bags. And just Muradin's there, just because Muradin can be there. Or, I'm sorry, Magni. I mixed, up my, I mixed up my dwarves. Magni can just be there to be like, the Azerite! And you'll be like, I, I'm sorry, you're behind the times on this one. But the wounds, champion! <laughs> we, we, we tried filling all the wounds with Azerite, but it didn't work, so smush some anima in there. Have we seen any of what, like, the talents look like, or have we just heard that they're going to be a thing? I don't think we've seen anything. He's Googling it now, but I don't think we've seen anything. Okay, so in the interview or whatever, they basically told us that there would be a progression system called Tower Knowledge, and you get these even on your failed runs or even, like, low-scored runs, 
and you're constantly progressing through this talent tree and the talents will be a quality of life type things like auto looting everything around you or power upgrades similar to the ones that Venari gave you in 9.0. Okay, so that's what I don't think I like the name. Tower Knowledge is kind of goofy. They put it in quotes because I think it's a working title. I don't know if that will be live, but... If it's just like quality of life stuff, like you said, I mean, I'm excited for that just because... It's inconvenient to do some of that stuff, so bring it on. Aren't they changing the amount of floors, too? Isn't it, like, one less floor? Yeah, so we'll get layers 9 through 12, but it will be five floors per run instead of six, I think. That's what I'm pretty sure I heard. So that's cool. I mean, I'll I'll take these shorter-ass runs. Hmm. Fuck yeah. So you do... Oh, never mind. I was about to be like, you do 1 through 5 and then 6 through 10? But I, you would do 1 through 5 on each individual one, meaning there's 60 different floors to every uh, thing. I don't do math. No, so you know how, like, whenever you queue for, like, a lo- like right now, like, level yeah. 8 Skoldis or whatever, like, mm-hmm. you have floors 1 through 6? It'll be yeah. floors 1 through 5 instead. I wonder how they'll math that out if... Just floor four will be extra difficult because it's the only one between your refresher floor and the final floor. Yeah, I was wondering about that too because, like, will they just remove the refresher refresher floor, like as you called it, or like, yeah, it's just one less overall floor? It's a little weird because like five will be the boss, and then no, they're not going to remove the refresher floor because you need that to buy your powers, right? Yeah, I so mean, maybe they'll they, make it two instead. They, they, I don't know. They very easily could just put not put like a floor epic at the end of five and just give you the merchant and the boss. No way, because then you wouldn't have any powers to get through like the rest of the floors before that. But I but I mean so one, two are unchanged. Three is also unchanged, that's where you buy stuff. Four is unchanged, five is just long where it's you go through the actual level, then there's a merchant, then there's the boss. Oh, so you think they're going to make the the boss room like a room room? So, yeah. So, instead of having the huge blue enemy at the end of floor five, they'll have a, a broker merchant and then, like, the the boss for the zone. I thought they're probably just going to cut out one whole floor and keep that last room the way it is, I feel like. Maybe they'll like, be, like, one... Maybe that vendor will be gone, maybe? Because, like, I I think the aim is to just make it shorter. That way you don't have to do the slog every single week to get your shit. If that's the case, then I guess they would just eliminate floor four or something like that. That That's what I think they're going to do. That's, that's, that's my call. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what they do. Overall, I'm happy that they are making them shorter runs. I'm glad that they're going to add these talent trees that make it feel a little better about doing it every week i guess and another thing i'm glad about we haven't talked about yet is that they're adding a little bit of cosmetic reward to torgas they are adding cosmetic shoulders which there's like a quite the slew of them and a lot of them look pretty cool honestly yeah there's a lot but these are all like big beefy plate looking shoulders so like i good luck finding how you're gonna put these into like a mage set or like a but all i know is that they're doing the asynchronous shoulder set so i don't mind having a sausage on one and a huge 
ghost man on the other. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to fully commit to any of these things we're seeing. We can just try out one shoulder. We can try out the other one. We don't have to use both of them if it's a little too overwhelming with them being big plate shoulder looking things. Pretty cool. A lot of color variations on them. A lot of big different shape sizes on these shoulders. There's a lot like, what is it, like 40 different shoulders, 30 different shoulders. It's a lot. Yeah, so I'm curious as to how these will actually, like, be available. If they'll just be, like, rewards at the end of the runs, or if we'll have to, like, build up some kind of currency to buy them. I don't know. Cool, though. I'm glad, I'm glad that, like, there's an actual physical reward that we're going to be getting. I'm trying to count how many different actual models there are, but the color tints are so slight that I can't tell when it changes to a new tint. I mean, I'm looking like at least, I think it's ten. I think it's ten. Yes, I do. it looks like it's 10 of each tint, and there's like three or four tints. So that's a, 10 different shoulders. It's pretty fucking cool. Ooh, and then another thing I'm excited about that they announced is that we'll be able to send our soul ass transferred between characters. Yeah, like the war resources we had in BFA, or no, in Legion, where it was like, here, take all these war resources. Wait, no, it's BFA, right? It was both. It was both. Yeah, there was it was like trans- order resources. Yeah, yeah, there was there was sendable stuff in both, but it's more closer to the Legion one. Yeah, I think it's dope, and this also means that like you can like stockpile your Soul Ash because so you don't really need Soul Ash when you are make when you're upgrading your legendaries past rank four. I think you only need Soul Ash to make new legendaries, right? New base legendaries. Yeah, I believe new legendaries and then one rank one through four. It looks like we'll be using soul cinders to do five and six. Is it just five and six? So if I'm on a new character and I want to make a rank four legendary, do I have to use soul ash or can I use soul cinders? Unclear. I don't know if they have that answer yet. I assume that you need a rank four to make a rank five, which means that you would need soul ass to make one through four, and then you'd need soul cinders onward. Yeah, you'd, that's what you'd, I you'd think. Have to, you'd have to make an ass piece of gear to upgrade it to a cinder piece of gear. That seems. I'm so thinking about it. That seems like something Blizzard would do, but that also seems way too convoluted to make somebody who's new, hey, go through Torghast, farm all the Soul Ash to make your rank 4, and then go through the next ones, farm your Soul Cinders. I think they might have a catch-up system where you could probably use some amount of Soul Cinders for your early upgrades, probably. But but then that makes Soul Ash unusable, so who knows? Maybe maybe even I, I've talked before about a system where it's like, your Soul Ash just becomes lower form of Soul Cinders. Oh, yeah. Maybe Maybe they could do a reverse, even, where it's like, Five soul cinders equals 500 soul ass. And then that's how you do it. Mm. I can see that being a thing. Again. And then we said some stuff that got cut. All right, set it to growl the prowl. Hey, howdy, hey, DN Army. Growlina coming to you with a special message for Mother's Day. I'm here with Horowat, asking them what they plan to do for the occasion. Well, I'm going to call my mom over Zoom, more than likely. It's just a little too dangerous to go out there yet, because she hasn't had all her vaccinations. I see. And of course, it's dangerous 
because a big sword has plunged itself right down beside her. What? You know, your mother. She's over there with Magni and Rathion, tending to Azerite stuff. Oh, lol. I assume this Sunday, everyone is going to log on at the same time and visit Mother in Old Doom. I don't see what else the holiday would be referring to. I guess that's one way to celebrate. Certainly sounds more fun than what I'll be doing. You heard it here, kids. Make sure you go out this Sunday and honor your mother. Specifically by giving her some corrupted gear and having her scrub it squeaky clean for you. Until next we meet, it's been Growlina. Wow, thanks, Growlina. We sure are going to continue with the second half of the program. I guess we can talk about how Raid has gone this week. It's been a little bit of an interesting experience. I have not been privy to any of it, so please entertain me. Slide Whistle has continued being on Slide Whistle. Uh, I, I got a nice, nice full clear on, full clear in on my Demon Hunter, who got a lot of gear scooped up, and by the end of his heroic Castle Nathriel run, standing over Daddy D, he walked out eye level one ninety nine. Heroic Natria. <laughs> yeah, and you have AOTC now too, so He did he couldn't even breach two hundred before leaving the castle. This man is still vastly undergeared. But I actually do pretty okay damage on him, so I'm cool with it. I meant to say I apologize, this is a side tangent. On Booty the other day, I did run a dungeon and I saw someone using the Demon Hunter ability for the Necrolords where a guy comes and beats you up, uh, that guy has a lot of health, and the guy didn't beat him up. So we were having trouble, like, no. why do we Why do we keep wiping? No. Because the guy wasn't killing his bomb. Are you and kidding I me? Like, I was like, you have to kill him. And he was like, I don't know why he shows up. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know why he, he shows up? He Okay, okay. so this is going to be even more fucked up, Aaron, when you learn this. The Necrolord ability is honestly the stupidest, stupidest covenant ability any person has right now. For And for Demon Hunter, this big man, as you saw, walk towards you, right? If the Demon Hunter throws his glaive at it, then no, it dies. It's a, it's a one hit. Yeah, it's a one hit. So what the fuck was he doing? What was he doing? He, was, he wasn't throwing his glaive at it? He was hitting Stradama because he was the tank. He was a Havoc one. He has gla- You have glaive on both peoples. He just didn't know that that's what he was supposed to do, I guess. Yeah, I guess he just didn't know that what that did you was, tell him? He you didn't know what him. his ability was. I don't know. I was just like, you need to kill that guy. And he was like, I'm tank. I'm focusing on boss. And I was like, okay. There's a period of time when Stradama goes away and you could do nothing but just dodge the tentacles. <laughs> was it still hitting you guys then? It was Can still that big guy him. even be taunted? Or does it just only fixate on him? It's only fixated on him. I'm pretty sure. But when he dies, I don't know if it goes away or what happens with, with when that. I'm not really sure. That's crazy that he was like, I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what's wrong with my game. I'm cursed or something. Damn. But yeah, I'm I'm really liking Demon Hunter. Part of the reason why I'm liking it is, I mean, I played it before. But, man, not having to manage my bleeds on multiple targets and just being able to press 
like four buttons it's just so refreshing sometimes yeah i mean i feel like you can go back to your old roots of like making a sandwich while doing good dps we are reaching the end of a rating tier do you think slide whistle provided enough elbow grease could be the corthia main i don't know i don't know part of me is still like i really really like how i can do war mode as a druid and kick ass and be invisible and be fast. You know what I mean? There's just so many qualities to being a druid. I think right now my goal, which again, I'm pretty sure I always say this is my goal, is to maintain two characters at parody, or at least some kind of parody. But then what always ends up happening is I choose the second one. So I guess for right now, the demon hunter is probably going to end up coming up on top, even though I don't see it coming yet. History does repeat itself. Or, you know, we have X plus amount of time before 9.1. There could be a third or maybe even a fourth contender that ends up taking the spot at this point. Necrolord Lord Survival Hunter. I was just thinking, I forgot what his, what his OG name used to be, but Achilles, he's coming up. With his ability. Homozygous was his old name. That's that's what I thought. I was like, homozygous sounds right, but I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah, it's a slave name. I, I kind of want to use the name bisexual. I just feel like having the name bisexual on Proudmore is so fucking good. But, like, I don't want to rename anybody. But if I would, I think it'd be Achilles. Only because I don't like how the double L's and the I's look by each other. It's almost, you almost don't even recognize that it's the name Achilles in the WoW font. So something about it is really weird. Oh, so what would, it, what would that actually spell? Just like, Achilles. That's what it kind of looks like sometimes when you're looking at it really quick. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, But yeah, good gear, good stuff. Good eats at Great Lakes Crossing. What about you? I mean, you're on your hunter, right? From all of it? Yeah, all of it. So I, I've gotten AOTC on my hunter before, but it was nice. It, I, I just decided this week. I'm like, yep, it's a week where I am just DPSing in this raid and everyone else can play around it. So they did. And, you know, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm not the worst. So that's, that's good enough for me. We weren't fucking around because normally we have a lot of problems with like Denathrius or Sludgefist. We killed everything pretty quickly. But now we're talking about the future of what we're going to be doing with Raid. And there's either a poll up or a poll's going to be up on, like, our break. And I'm I'm thinking of, like, hitting that full break button, honestly. Yeah, so basically they were saying after this one, they are like, we don't know what we're going to do for the rest of the, the um, tier before 9.1 comes out. We don't see ourselves raiding... Nathria up until then I don't know like how long we're going to continue doing our heroic clearing I hope it's at least a, f- a few more weeks like I feel fine with it I have like because I have my druid who I'm trying to gear up so I, I definitely have another character I could bring through it maybe not everyone else feels the same way but I think we're gonna have a meeting soon and discuss it I think Lynn said as long as we have bodies we're gonna keep going in there so alts I think alts is the way to do it because my druid can't get anything from there anymore but my Demon Hunter adds so much mm-hmm. fun. So, like, I don't know. Get those odds spinned up. When's, uh, when's Coveybub gonna come to raid? Erin, that now? She actually, she actually was talking about wanting to do it soon. So, I think I'll bring it up to her and I'll let her know. I think we're at a point where if she's a high enough eye level, we can probably just carry her through it. <laughs> but, but honestly, though, yeah, enough people show up on, like, mains or high levels. We can just start bringing people through and get them gear. 
Bria was on his uh, like one fifty eight rogue for like Don't six even bosses. Fucking so... remind me, I was streaming twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR, and Immune told me that midstream, and you can see me stop playing and being like, no, <laughs> one fifty five, and I just sat there getting hit by enemies for a while as I yeah. as as I thought about it. I mean, and then Vanderlyle was like, he he stopped too, and he's like, 158? That's communism. Yeah, <laughs> that's communism. I I guess this is going to be his new main going into 9.1. So he wants to get practice and rotation and stuff. But, I mean, he was on him up until Denathrius, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we were kind of like, you know, starting to not be able to clear Denathrius, then he switched over to, like, his geared warrior, I think. Yeah, I think earlier I said the first six bosses, but no, he used all of them but Denathrius. He killed Sludgefist on that rogue. <laughs> kind of impressive for, like, on the behalf of all of the rest of us, I think, so. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Well, I think it's about time. We have two matchups left of this sexiest NPC of the world, oh, 2.0, and by that I mean two matches until the finals, so we have two matches tonight is what I'm saying, and, and they're tough ones. Our first one, our, our Western Championship matchup, we have the Stone Golem against Ramornia. This actually is, if you think about this from a sexual perspective, very interesting. Who wins? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming at both of these, and I'm thinking, what am I going to do with my wiener here? <laughs> we have a series of floating sentient rocks, uh, and sentient in only the loosest sense in that they ambulate, and we have a large sword that can talk at me, and that's pretty much it. I was going to say, yeah, this western bracket over here, somehow we shook it out so that we have two animated inanimate objects. What are, What's wrong with us, guys? So let's start with their interactions with each other. If Ramornio and Stone Golem were to have sex, would she be inserting herself into him? But wouldn't that dull her I, edges? That's not good. I feel like she'd be going hilt first into the spaces in between their rocks i feel like she would know not to dull herself because that's her whole thing is slashing you and splattering you on the walls of castle nathria i don't know really what the stone golem would be able to do for her other than maybe like sharpen her by rubbing against her blade yeah he could take both of his hands and he could rub them up and down her shaft of the sword, and he could sharpen her with the correct angles and the correct floating rocks. He's going to jerk her off, basically. <laughs> Imagine how that would sound under that waterfall as she screams <laughs> orgasm noises. Because <laughs> all I'm saying is that we have confirmation that Ramornia can leave the Castle Nathria, because like after that you see her like up near Sinfall, right? We do not have confirmation that Stone Golem can leave that waterfall, though. That is very true. She has been in most places in Revendrath. It has only been the one place. Okay, but hold up, though. Now, if we're going to rate the sexiness on their backdrop, I'm pretty sure Stone Golem wins that one. In Pokemon Snap, 
that waterfall is worth so many bonus background points. And you know it. And also, if we're doing Pokemon Snap rules, there's probably a lot of wildlife near that waterfall that you can't <laughs> even see when you snap the picture that for some reason it'll say like, additional Pokemon, and then give a, you like a, a thousand a, points a, for no a reason. Swampert was there. Was it? Was it was Pokemon like, New Snap? Where, Pokemon New Snap? I don't see this Swampert. The amount of times I'd be like, where the fuck is this Pokemon at? Where? <laughs> or even, like, where the fuck is the Pokemon I just took a picture of, supposedly? <laughs> like, there's no Pokemon in this picture. <laughs> Shout out to Superior. <laughs> we played a million times. It's like, this thing never comes out. Where is it? But we get a picture of it every time. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so then we have to go through the other approach. The loudness during sex. And... I guess that varies from person to person because you're going to have the stone silence of stone golem and just the rattling and scratching of his rocks together or Ramonio who's going to fucking scream like a banshee the entire time about splattering your balls like I, so I guess it's kind of what you're looking for in the bedroom I feel like Ramonia is very obviously dom energy she will have what she wants but then I feel like Inherently, the stone golem is pretty passive. He is probably some sub-energy here. I mean, literally, he stands under this waterfall, and he that is how he is, like, formed into what he is over time due to erosion. So it's like, you can probably do whatever you want to this stone golem. You shimmer back twice, and he's done. Like, that's your safe word, is, like, movement ability backwards, and he's like, okay. He respects boundaries. He respects the person. Also, I'm not, I agreed with you on Ramornia being a dom until I realized, didn't you say, yes, yes, master, like shit like that all the time. So is this double sub energy? Hmm. Do, but, so but that's, maybe. Do, do we have the sexual prowess to be her dom? God. Because she's sub to Denathrius. What is she to us? That's a good question. I don't think we're strong enough to take Ramornia in the sack. I, There's no it's, way. It's a, There's it's no a wild way. ride. I, I'm not know if I I'm mean, ready for I that. W- I would let her take me. I do think the benefit that Ramornia has is her bedroom talk. You know is going to be immaculate if you're looking for that. It's going to be pristine. Because if you if the stone golem is silent and you want him to not be silent, well, good fucking luck. He can't talk. <laughs> or Sorry, they can't talk. Ramornia, you could probably get her to shut up if you really tried, right? She probably wants you to try. There you go. Okay, well... No, I just want to add one more thing. You know, we've said it before. I feel like Ramornia's X Factor is that technically she also is Denathrius at this point in time. X Factor. <laughs> that is something to add to the appeal. So, I, yeah, I guess you, what you're you going to say, I assume, slide was like, how are we going to handle the voting? Is that what you're going to say? Do we all vote at once? Because like, isn't that what we did last time? Do we just shout it at once? I think yes, once we got to this point, yeah. At at the Phobos, we all voted at once. I, I think then, if you guys are ready, uh, unless ready. we need further discussion, I think we count count it down and say our votes. Personally, I am ready. I, I think I'm ready. I say that, but I'm looking around like I don't know if I'm ready yet, but I'm ready. I, I'm as ready as I'm going to be, so I guess I'll count us down for this one, so... On three, we will... Well, I guess slightly after three, because I need to say three. (laughs) We will cast our vote. One. Two. Three. Ramornia. Okay, so with a vote of two to one, Ramornia advances to the finals 
of the sexiest NPC of the world. Clat, 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 clat. Love you, Stony. Get out of here. Take your runner-up prize. Oh, your second runner-up prize. The audio quality was going to be so bad if we were underneath that waterfall. I'm sad <laughs> to see you go, but the artistic quality of this program will only improve. We do not have the kind of microphones to deal with that currently. I am sorry. <laughs> so in our last matchup of the night, we have the Eastern Division Championship, we have Urel, and we have Sire Denathrius, Daddy D. This is a tough one for me, let me tell you. Holy fuck. Okay, I'm, but so I'm back to imagining them having sex with each other. This has got to be some of the most aggressive, scary sex I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, I don't know about this one. While last time was two potential subs, these are definitely two definite doms. There is no one more dom than the king of the anima flow, leader of the Jailer's Rebellion, and the leader of the entire genocide of New Draenor. There are zero safe words to be found here that will stop either of these two from fucking... The only safe word is death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like, this is a very intimidating matchup, so... um, I don't even know where to start this conversation, honestly. I mean, I feel like... Okay. Horde killing factor. We are... Which, which, as previously established, that's very sexy to us, right? So, I feel like Urella has that in the bag. I mean... I mean, the Denathrius has also killed a lot of Horde, I would imagine. But a lot of Alliance, too, I assume. Yeah, he just kills indiscriminately. It's the, the, the distinction that adds one or two points towards Urell. Okay, so, back to them fucking... So is do you think Urel's fucked before? Not that this makes her sexy or unsexy, but I think there's actually high potential of her being a virgin, which is sexy in its own right to some people, right? Because like, think about it. When we first meet her, she's just a, just like little scared a drain eye who's being beaten up by this big boss guy, right? And then she kills somebody. She's like, oh my god, I killed somebody. I ever killed him before. And, like, we see her grow up and do her shit. And I say grow up, but she's not a kid. I mean, she's not a kid. She she becomes a different person through this. Yeah, like, her power level, like, dramatically increases is basically what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Like, has, I mean, has she fucked? I, I feel like there's she's got she's had to have taken a lover or two during her adventures as leader of New Draenor. Because her and Maraud were, were like, a thing. But, like, I felt they were always so busy that they never got to bump uglies. You know what I mean? I mean, and I hate to say it, but I feel like whatever partners she has had have been insignificant. Like, it's just been Draenei number 58. She's like, I just, I need someone tonight. And then she hasn't even learned their name. And they're like, thank you for saving Draenor. And she's like, leave. You are now my sex slave. <laughs> like, it's like, damn, okay. Also, I like to devil back to uh, sex between these two. When they have sex, <laughs> do they lock horns? <laughs> I mean, at, first off, I want to say at this point, it's like tripling back or maybe like four times Qu- back. Quad- since this is yes, apparently this is quadrupling like... back. This is 
the the <laughs> this is the the exodus of all conversation, but also probably just wanted to say Lockhorns. I mean, especially since like we've established that they are both like very dominant in the bedroom. I feel like that is probably how their sexual intercourse would begin. They would charge head on horns out with each other as if it's like a bullfight or something that said there is a size differential that could influence which way we vote uh ural is at most about seven feet tall father denathrius is like a solid 15 feet tall i was always so size doesn't matter which means the 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 dimensions of the good parts might be different based on what you'd be interested in. You might have a teeny weeny polka dot bikini. Denathrius? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he this has an true. exceptionally small penis? So even though he's 15 feet, he's like, it's not a lot to write home about. So not that penis size is an indication of sexiness, just like Jarrell's virginity. virginity. <laughs> but think about this. Daddy D, hot as fuck. But is he overcompensating? Think a look at his fucking castle. Those ceilings are so high. The portrait of him is so ridiculously large. And he has one of the craziest, longest talking swords that he uses to fight with. Compensating? It's possible. Yeah, you know, people do talk a lot about how difficult that boss fight is. But you think about a lot of mechanics and it they're Remornia based. This is true. Very few of the mechanics are Denathrius-based. I feel like he might talk a big game. He does. He does blow everybody, though. He blows blows everyone back (laughs) during Phase 3 when he knocks you back. He really gets your blood running when he does Blood Rising every other time that you get hit with his one attack. What is he hitting you with? Is that animal he's hitting you with? Or is that his red hot semen? <gasps> oh my god, he's painting the floors of phase one with his red hot devil cum. Holy shit. I don't blame Garlina for wanting to run out of it. <laughs> That's yucky. I want to run into it. What are you talking about? So what you're saying is that like Danny D can come a lot. Because he can like splatter basically... Okay, so if you make it to the end of the fight... Up to, like, three-fourths of the antechamber, and then up to, like, three-fourths of the lower chamber, just in his semen alone. That is a lot of semen. You also have to think about this. If you hit that fourth slice, you're dying to his cum. He's literally drowning you in his semen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so we, that's what we need right now. Let me, that's, what, that's what Maria would say. <laughs> she doesn't make it to this part of the episode's. No, she's there's no way she's she's back in this <laughs> back this far. So, hi Bob. So I don't really know how I'm really well, I don't know what my deciding factor here is, I guess. This is a matchup that I would think would be a final matchup. Like a one on one like it, how do I rank one over the other? Like, I feel like we kind of lean more Urel this one with what we're saying, but the Anthony still has just like the machismo, shirtless, hairy chest sex appeal, yes, and he's not afraid to show it off. What, what, he has a lot of appeal that has already been said, so that's why I'm not repeating it, but it is still, it still could be a toss-up for me. And honestly, before Shadowlands even was a thing, first time we saw a picture of Denathrius, we were like, ooh, daddy, daddy D. 
So, like, we knew he was sexy before we ever even stepped foot into his castle, you know? Like, that says a lot. And I feel like collectively, as a fan base, every single person came to the same conclusion. Everybody calls him Daddy D, which is crazy. Like, there was nobody has an original thought about how sexy this man is. <laughs> well, m maybe the semen part that I said was pretty... I don't think anyone's saying that, but... <laughs> no, nor do I want them to. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, part of me wants to say that, like, maybe we were... In my head, Ken, and the first people to call him Daddy D because we are the first people to jump at any kind of sexy NPC. So it's true. What are, What are we thinking? Do you have do you, Do you have some sort of decision? One last closing thought is that this is Daddy D's first time in this tournament, and Yorel was in this tournament last year. I know this shouldn't be a disqualifying factor because we know she's sexy. She was like basically in the final four last year too because we know she's sexy. You know, she has been at the Fabus, and she will probably be at the Fabus again. And I don't think there's gonna be one that she's not there. At. Yeah, as long as somebody nominates her for this bracket every year, she will make it to that finals. Apparently. Oh, this man. is my final point. I'm just going to leave it at this. Hero of the Alliance. Hey, back, to, back to that first point. Like, you're right. That he has killed more Alliance than she has, I think. There's probably some quests that she fucked, fucked up on and that we all died a million times on, but... We... I, I mean, I, and I am not trying to influence any other way. We haven't left the Shadowlands yet. There's a whole puppy dog between their tail race that exists because she Orcs. forced them out. I mean, apparently there's a whole race that exists because of Denathrius too. The Nathrazine, right? That's true. All right. Well, let's just throw it to a fucking vote. Let's throw it to a fucking vote. I'm, I'm panicking. I'm actually panicking right now. I don't know what to do. Somebody else count it down. One... Two, three. You're Daddy out, Prius. More than fair. Oh, Jesus. I I literally didn't know what I was gonna do until I said it and Same. I I don't know how I feel. Like am I disappointed? I feel, I feel uh, disappointed these... in myself a little bit. But like I'm not. I mean, it's, it's we're gonna so have to put on a hell of a program because these motherfuckers is gonna cheat. It's just, it's Ramardia and her her oh my dom God. daddy, Daddy Denathrius <laughs> in the finals. They'll just be standing side by side, holding. They're hand gonna by be hilt. like Katniss and Peeta at the end of the Hunger Games. They're like, we're gonna threaten to both kill ourselves so that we both win. And you called this, Aaron, like literally week one of this bracket. You're like, they're going to somehow both be in the finals together. And here we are. Listen, I voted for Stone Golem. I did my due diligence just like we did ours I today. I voted for <laughs> Urel. So immune. You're I'm the common denominator here, apparently. Yeah, well, no, I am this. not. This because your you two fault. fuckers made Whoa. it so that General Whoa. Dr. Avon couldn't be anywhere near here. Remember that? Hey, hey, hey. General Dr. Avon, Marasmius, Darius Crowley. We all had horses in this race. But we fucked up and here we are. Going into the Sophobus. Uh, well, I mean, there you dead, have it, guys. We have bad. Daddy D against his 
sword Rahornia in the finals at the Safabuzz whenever that happens. That's that's definitely the energy that we want to bring into. I know. I mean, no, <laughs> so they are two guys, very very sexy NPCs, but like I, I don't know why I could have voted any other way, but I'm somehow disappointed a little bit. I don't. I don't know. I think it's because we created such a sexy final four, and honestly, no, a sexy final 1, eight in general, just sexy bracket. Good job, guys. I am looking forward to a 2007 era Edge and Lita. Daddy Denathrius and Ramornia live sex <laughs> celebration at the Fabus. <laughs> if you do not think the the center point of the Sophobus won't be a poorly made <laughs> goose feather bed, you, you are. Think we wrong. have standards above that. Hell no, we don't. There won't be a fancy feathered bed. It'll just be in the middle of the ring. Period. You know, there we are. Let's make it a, a swimming pool of like mud it's like hla style mud fight that we're going for here hell yeah okay well i guess now we can do top two bottom moot medium moot heck yeah uh all right aaron kick us off what you got my top toot of the week was that i had a grand old time this wednesday on my stream and some of the heaviest hitters of dnr history came in we had Immune. We had Vanderlyle. We even had Earth to Vince himself. Oh my god. We had a grand old time. This was, we've created the greatest community around. I'm happy to create entertainment for some of the best no, fans. We've said this a lot, like even before we started streaming, just in general, we, we fucking love you guys. Like, DN Army, like, we somehow have like created the like weirdest niche of like, fans who know like they I, I just feel like we're all just such cool funny people flips hair but like i, I don't know i was and i've like literally like screamed in happiness when vince joined the chat i was like oh my god it's fucking vince i mean like this doesn't take away from vander lyle's shine because like vander lyle has like been here will be here always will be here he like literally basically hosts the show for us at this point he literally saved my life at the Goo Tower. I went in to do the Goo Tower at Maldraxxus on a different stream. Oh my God, I forgot about in. that. Admittedly, I almost killed him because I didn't know. But he literally saved my life, and we died together as brothers to the Lumberjack Torrin. But thank you all for making my streams so great. I'm going to keep making content for you, but slide what is your TTBBMM? I got a Auga. Auga. Okay, well, first off, I want to say, when when is Boat Micro Holiday? Excuse me, the Thousand Boat Bash is June 6th, approximately one month from now. Ready your calendars, Literally boys writing and girls. It down. Literally okay, well, we writing said, it down so I don't miss it. We, we said we were going to be ready for it last year, and we completely forgot, so we'll see. You completely forgot. No, I'm pretty sure all of us completely forgot last year. Shut up. Yeah, it has been two years since the boat bash that we remember. It's my favorite fucking holiday. My, my favorite micro holiday. Let me clarify that. Um, I'm going to give my auga to my best friend in the world. Ian has a coastus talking sense into the dev teams and being like, listen, everybody. I can't do the voice. I can't do it. We are going to make sure that the Darkwater Hearthstone stays where it belongs. 
in the hands of the elite. And top two is that only I get my Hearthstone and only cool kids like me. Thank you. Wow. Also, wasn't Gershom on Witches of War recently? She was the last one, right? Was she the last one or was she second to the last one? I believe she is the current week's Whisper of War interviewee. Listen to Whispers of War. Listen to her interview. She killed it. She did great. She was nervous. She was spooked. But she killed it. Yeah, it turned out well. She also was a real homie and she held it down for us. Uh, further sticking it to Ian Hazako to you know make sure that that Borales ring is fixed. So thanks, Gershom. Do you think Jeff Kaplan was like, I feel like everyone needs the dark portal. And then when Ian was like, I don't know. I've been listening to a program that says <laughs> it should be exclusive. And that's what drove him away. Jeff was like, if it's exclusive, then I'm going to go play at home. If I'm being honest, I might give up my dark portal hearthstone if it meant Jeff Kaplan would come back to us. Oh, my God. They're all old. They're all old. They're all old. So that's why when people people are like, they're retiring. What's wrong with the scene? It's like, he's been there for 19 years. He's probably just going to go do 50-zero-year-old stuff. But if that's why he left, then he should come back. Because he's the Overwatch face. He's the Overwatch. You're telling me I don't get to see his face? during the? I I don't get to see him doing the Christmas thing where he doesn't move for like, Eight hours. <laughs> I, want, oh, I know, oh. but new new Overwatch man has been in the Overwatch team the whole time. I trust. This is my official endorsement. I trust new Overwatch man. You know what? You know what's funny, though? When Ben Brode loved Hearthstone, I'm not saying it's because he left. I'm just saying the game got kind of funner when he left. So maybe people hold, down, hold their babies down to what they want them to make them. And then when they leave... Doors open and Amin, what's your top two bottom boot, medium boot? I forgot. We have to do this still. <laughs> well, when those doors open, you will see that I have a top two this week. <gasps> triple toots, technically. Yeah, technical triple toot here. And I will say that it was my birthday this week. And um, it's your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. And like, well, first off, I will say that, like, part of this top two is that, like, I have been leveling up my druid, and it's been fun. I've been playing both Resto and Boomkin on Garage, my Alliance druid. And, you know, I was trying to gear him up to do raid this week. Didn't quite get there. I made a legendary, but I was like, oh, he's only 180. He'll be kind of holding people back this week. Little did I know that, like, people were bringing, like, their 150 alts, and I was like, well, whatever. I'll just bring my hunter. Anyways, I've been liking that, and that's a top two of its own. But... My other top two is that our boy Vanderlyle sent me a little bit of mail this week. He sent me a birthday present in the mail, and it was a dagger that I will always cherish. He said that he looted it off the corpse of Horde that you two killed together. Yes. <laughs> we we reached deep within that Garian druid in Maldraxxus, and he got that. And he said, I'm going to send that off. And I said, I'm going to go do something else. I mean, so, like, first off, I will cherish this dagger forever because it is the plunder of us erasing another mutter from Azeroth. But also, it was a new piece of T-Mog, so thanks. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah. That also reminds me, Wooly sent me an eternal pomegranate the other, like, month ago, and I forgot that I got it. But I, I took his mail message, and I saved it in my bank. So, Wooly, your mail is in my bank for forever. 
with along with two other pieces of mail I've gained over these years. <laughs> One's a picture of spam mail that I thought was funny. The other one is from somebody who responded to our spapas about me sending them meat for our first annual Beth Baker's Award. And just them being like, okay. Was this like the Proto Baker's Award before we had a podcast? Yeah, this was the yeah. first annual, first annual. The Fuffa Fabas. <laughs> but okay well, with that we're out of here if you have any comments questions complaints if you want to send us sexiest npcs of the week for us to just look at and browse or your linkedin profiles to look at you can email us at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet at us on twitter at do not relent pod and what about you guys you can find me alex or immunization on twitter at new era alex you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. I'm also a streamer now, apparently. You can follow me on Twitch at immunization DNR. I will be tentatively streaming now. I have a schedule. It will be Monday nights and Friday nights and Saturday afternoons. So there you go. Oh, also, I don't think Slide said this, but it, like, give us a review on the Warcraft Radio podcast directory or iTunes or wherever you can. And, you know, we'll read your review on air and take a shot in your honor. Also, follow us on Spotify. I think Wooly said that. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Follow us on Spotify. That's how you that that's that's what you say. Because Spotify is big now for podcasting, and we love Spotify. I mean, honestly, I listen to all my podcasts on Spotify, so I don't know why I didn't think to say that either. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Wooly's right, he's right. Well, you can find me, Aaron the Human, at thebigacheesy on twitter.com. You can read our literary musings at donotrelent.livejournal.com. And you can follow my adventures at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. I play some Warcraft, I play some old games... A lot of the old games are really far zoomed out. That's what you get for playing them in the year 2021. You should play the old Dexter's Lab game that came out of cereal boxes. I wish I could, but they scrubbed a lot of their old games. If I could play Scrappy Stinks, I would be doing that right now. I have the CD-ROM to the Dexter's Lab game if you want to play it. I want that. Do you guys think that there's a way for us to still play the old like Disney Channel games? Yes, there are, somebody has them archived. All, all, I think all Flash games basically are archived somewhere. You can find them still. All the old Nick games are on the website. If you are able to get me Samurai Jack Way of the Samurai, oh, you can, you I can, will you can play that. give you a kiss online. Because I still play, every year I play the Gundam game, the Gundam strategy game. I don't know why that game is well. And the Captain Planet strategy game. Oh, those are so cool. Um, okay, but yeah, we're leaving. Look at everybody fighting their nine foot six inches tall vampire boob lady in Resident Evil 8. It comes out soon. Get your tits ready to suck on them. Aaron's too scared of the game, so he can't play him. And remember I'm not, though. Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. I am I am I am the not scared man.